hello, and welcome to Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Welcome to my podcast. In case you're joining us for the first time, I am Senior Master Craig Greca. I'm a 6th degree black belt in the Universal Martial Art, a 5th degree master in the Taekwondo Martial Art. I'm also a brown sash in Kung Fu, and I've been training for over three years in Kabuto Weapons. And I'm here today to discuss the teachings and trainings inside the Karate Kid universe, including the Cobra Kai Netflix show. Now today's reference comes to us from when Mr. Miyagi gives Daniel work tasks to do. Okay, so he gives him like uh, things like uh, sand the floor, wash the car, wax the car, uh, paint the fence, uh, paint the house. And uh, he did a great deal of it. I mean, he wasn't just like painting a small section of fence. It was an entire fence all the way around his property. And then when he was all done, he's like, both sides? You know, like as if he, he had to do both sides. Okay, so it was quite, quite, a big, quite a big deal. I mean, a lot of times if you watch the movie, he got there like at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. And he would be there until the sun went down at uh, 7 or 8 o'clock. So he was there all day working. Now... One of the reasons why he did this for uh, Mr. Miyagi was to teach him how to block using repetitive motion, okay, using and developing muscle memory, okay. So by doing that over and over and over again, he not only built strength, but he also built repetitive motion that he can use to do those blocks that he did after the uh, lessons were done, okay. So today's topic is repetition, repetition, repetition. Now, a little uh, background history on this. I wanted to reference a movie in today's personal history. Uh, since today is, in fact, uh, February 2nd, and uh, it is Groundhog's Day today, I wanted to, to use that movie reference of the uh, Groundhog's Day movie with Bill Murray. Now, in that movie, that movie shows a lot of things, but one of the things that I took away from it is how um, him having the same day over and over and over again how being repetitive, he was able to develop new skills, like learning a different language or learning to play the piano, okay? He was trying to do everything he could to uh, win the girl, so to speak, you know? So he was uh, trying to work on his skills, uh, the positive ones that I'm referring to. And that, um, that uh, repetitiveness can help to develop skills, especially if you have the right attitude. Now, today's work task is repetitive work, okay? So, repetitive work in general. Now, that is everyday chores that we do every single day, okay? Um, now, some of those can be um, like taking out the trash, uh, picking up things around the house, uh, sweeping, mopping, clearing the counters, washing dishes, um, everyday chores that we seem to do as our everyday routine, okay? And that routine helps us to get things done quicker because we do not have to rethink how to do the task because we do it every single day, okay? So if you get in a routine like that, you know, getting up, like for me, I get up in the morning, make a protein shake, um, all, that's, all that's repetition, okay? Then you get ready for work, um, you know, do the stuff that you do to get ready for work, um, and uh, including the brushing of the teeth, routines like that, okay? And that's 
Um, hopefully it gets passed down to my students and also my kids. Okay. Um, also too, um, part of not just about how to rethink how to do a task, but it also gets rid of the hurdles um, to get it done effectively and efficiently. Okay. So sometimes we, uh, we get in our own way when we're trying to get things done. Uh, we, we think too much. We think maybe we should do this first or that first or this first or this has priority, this has priority. A lot of times uh, you can get things done just by being faster in general. Okay? So uh, it gets rid of those hurdles, those mental blocks that seem to slow us down sometimes. Okay? Um, it just focuses on... Get her, get her done, you know, get everything done. So that's that's important, you know, just get it done. Now, um, also, too, repetitive tasks. Uh, I can give you a kind of a personal example. Uh, I was building a desk for my son yesterday, and uh, it involved um, my arm. My forms were already hurting because I built him a new bed and stuff like that as well. And then I was building my desk, and, and my form, especially my right one, was, was, was hurting pretty bad because um, using the screwdriver. Okay, so when it came down to his desk, it was real simple construction. However, I needed to screw five screws in on four legs. So um, that's 20 screws total. And when your form's already blasted, it was kind of hard. So I had to focus on that repetitive motion. And uh, I tried to use the other arm a little bit, but I needed uh, the stronger arm in order to uh, screw them in because they were tight. Um, and... Um, I just kind of focused. I'm like, well, I'm going to focus on these five right here. And then when I got the five done, I, I said to myself, I'm one-fourth done. Okay, kind of take my breaks, let my uh, arm recuperate a little bit. And then we just kept on focusing. Okay, what I say here is to lock it down. Okay, so lock it down and focus, especially on tasks like building furniture, especially from IKEA. Okay, because there's always like, you know, 44 steps, you know, to building everything. So... I just focused, and then I got the other leg done, and then it was uh, I was half done, and then I was three quarters done, and I had one leg left. You just have to keep on focusing and give your arm and body a chance to recuperate between. Okay, then when you're done, you know you feel pretty proud that it's all done, and you can rest and so on and so forth. But that's a good example of repetitive motion. Okay, now because I do things like that on a regular basis. My form is in grip strength, and my right arm is extremely strong. Okay, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I can specifically remember when I was a kid, and um, I was building stuff with my dad, and um, uh, my dad would have the strength to to screw a screw in with his screwdriver, and I, I could not. I would slip too much and start stripping it because I did not have the grip strength and the form strength to push it in. So. Basically, uh, that repetitive motion takes the confusion out of getting things done and following steps. Okay, so um, I think that's important. You know, um, some people don't like doing repetitive work. Some people excel at it. Okay, so um, some people don't like doing things over and over again. Okay, I once saw a guy at, um, just to kind of give you kind of a broad perspective, one time I was at Office Max. And I built my son, uh, my son and I built an office chair yesterday, a gaming chair for him. So I saw a guy at the Office Max um, requesting to have someone build the office chair for him, okay? And I thought to myself, being a worker like I am, I think that's ridiculous. But that's, that's my personal opinion, okay? 
uh, to spend thirty or forty dollars for someone else to build your um, hundred dollar office chair because you don't want to do it, you know, and usually it takes ten or fifteen minutes, okay, to do it. It's not that hard, okay. I built so many office chairs in my life; it's it's a piece of cake. But then he has to wait 24 hours as well. So he has to pay the money, wait 24 hours. It just goes to show me there are people out there that are that lazy that have to have people do it. Now, I'm, I'm going to retract my words slightly because it depends on your age. This guy was like 35 years old. Okay, He wasn't 75. He wasn't hurting or anything like that. He just was a young guy. He just didn't want to do it. So... Um, because like if I get older and I'm like 75 years old, I'm going to have people probably do stuff for me because my, my grip strength is going to go because I've been working my whole life. So, Okay, so anyways, let's move on to the how do we use the topic of repetition in our martial art practice. Quite a bit actually. In our physical training, one of the things that we can focus on is pattern sets. Okay, doing a whole set of patterns. A lot of people when they come into the martial art world, like, like students in my studio, they focus on just their highest pattern, okay? And the highest pattern is one of many, okay? One of many bricks that you put together, okay? So pattern sets are nice. They're a great way to work out. They're a great way to get your martial art training up to par, okay? Because it's hard to do just one technique at a time. Most of the time when people do that and they train on, they train on their own, they do only their favorite techniques, only with their favorite leg, with their favorite arm all the time. They never focus on their other other kicks, other punches, and their other off hand or off leg. Okay? So pattern sets help you to develop your ambidextrousness. Okay? And they work on muscle memory again, just like in the uh, Mr. Miyagi example earlier. Okay? So pattern sets involve when you get to be a higher belt, like say your white belt and you come in you become a brown, a blue belt eventually. You can use all your do all your patterns from white belt to blue belt. Okay. Now, one of the neat things about our martial art—I know there's other people that listen that um, don't take my martial art—but um, the patterns were designed to be simple. Okay. And I'm so thankful for that because that really helps, especially when you're a young rank, to memorize a bunch of patterns. Okay. Because as you get to be higher rank, and the patterns are more complex. Okay, just imagine if you got one of those complex patterns like a first, a second degree black belt and you got it at like, you know, gold belt. Okay, now if you had a lot of patterns like that, for one, for one, the person who developed the martial art has to develop a million dances. Okay, and then what happens is nobody ever gets very high because um, the patterns are so difficult to remember, they can't remember all the da dances. Okay. It's kind of like uh, you have to be like Patrick Swayze and like Dirty Dancing to remember them all, okay? Not everybody is a dance instructor, okay? Not everybody can memorize that many dances, okay? So you need to have patterns that are simple, okay? Patterns that are simple, like the ones we use in our martial art are four-directional. They usually do the same, same um, combination three or four times so that you can get that memory down, okay? And that repetitive motion is good for a lot of things. Okay, we'll talk about it in a second. Now, another thing you can do besides a pattern set is you could do a speed drill set. Okay, speed drill set works a different set, different set of things. It's usually a little bit more aggressive. Um, and also, too, it works on um, quicker responses. Okay, um, so the speed drill set is a great set to do uh, because it works a lot on your uh, fast twitch muscles. Your pattern set's more of a relaxing set. 
okay, that you can turn on some slower music to, like some yoga-based music. The speed drill set, I'd probably put on some, you know, some rock and roll or some, uh, some rap or something like that to get some faster stuff going on, okay? So speed drill set is a good thing, and we, in our martial art, we have speed drill sets, okay? Once again, they're simple to learn, okay? They, a lot of times, they just change with the kick, so it does the same thing, but the kick changes, okay? So you can do that same motion over and over again, and we'll figure out, like, how that helps us in a second, okay? Now, the next one you can do, and this one's not, this one's not used as much, but I'm using it uh, in my training because um, of some of the things that I'm required to do for my next test. For one is a, a basic set, basic fundamental movement. We call them basics in class, where you do the, the hana, do, sit, net, and then um, you do one technique at a time. A basic set. What's a basic set? Well, you can take all your techniques, like say, you know, um, you know front punch, rear punch, uh, side fist, back fist, knife hand, round punch, one punch, rear hand, so on and so forth, and you go through them systematically, okay? Now, this is not as much fun. I gotta be honest, it's not as much fun and you can lose track of yourself really a lot easier than um, doing the pattern sets. That's why the pattern sets are usually preferred. But a basic set can be done too. Like say I'm gonna do a, a, hand, a, a set of hand basics today, okay? Perfectly respectable. You can choose how many counts you wanna do. You can do four counts and just count in your head on a dual set net or one, two, three, four, if you can't remember the numbers. And then you can go through the set, okay? You determine ahead of time well, how many you think you wanna do and then go through all your hand techniques, okay? And sometimes it can be quite considerable, okay? For me, I'm working on triple hand techniques and triple kicks, okay? So those are kind of tough. Therefore, I do those measured sets um, uh, in general here and there, okay? So I, like I did a, a hand, set of hat, hand set of basics the other day, I'm gonna be needing to do a kick, uh, set of kick basics uh, soon, okay? One time we did, a, um, we did this um, fundraiser for our demo team, and we did a thousand kick drill, a thousand kicks, okay? And boy, that was tough. And I tell you, the next day, man, I was sore, okay? A thousand kicks in one day, man, we were, we, we, you know, it seems easy, you get to 500, you're like, yeah, that's kick. Then all of a sudden you start getting really sore, and you're like, man, thousand kicks is tough, okay? So anyways, um, that's just a fun thing to share. Now, um, what does all this, all this do as well? Okay, we talked about muscle memory, we talked about developing a quick response. Uh, with the basic set, you also are getting your techniques better because you're getting some repetition. You can focus on the technique itself without the uh, sequencing to do, without the memory to do, okay? And then also, too, you learn how to defend yourself, okay? Because by doing the pattern, speed drill, and basic sets, you learn how to defend yourself because your reaction is going to be a repetitive one. So as soon as someone attacks you, you know, step back, Shift your head, block, and punch, which is the white belt pattern. Okay, so real simple. I use that as an example all the time in my for my lower rank students, and um, it's a great way to get yourself um, martial art ready. Okay, plus it's a lot of fun. Put some music on, do it with a friend, have fun. Now, um, there's also one last thing you can do for your physical training, and that is a strengthening sequence. Okay strengthening sequence, okay? My um, previous Grandmaster, Grandmaster Choi, uh, was always working on something to strengthen his body. Even when his, he, I was told, even when he was at his desk, he'd be doing calf raises or some kind of leg stretch or um, something to, to get himself stronger, okay? 
So stre strengthening sequences are important. So what you do is you kind of like, you know, have like work on legs one day, maybe do some squats, some side leg lifts, some back leg lifts, some front leg lifts to get yourself or some knee raises in order to get yourself stronger. Okay, then you can also do the same thing with the upper body. You can do push-ups, push-ups on your knees, box presses. You can do push-ups on the handrail. You can also do, um, you know, uh, seated chair dips and, uh, and, different, and different things you can lift using weights to, um, to get yourself strong. Okay, so go through your whole body. One of the things that's, that's good about a martial artist is they take inventory. Take inventory of their techniques. Take inventory of their body. When you take inventory of your body, you say to yourself, you know, yeah, I think I'm too strong in the front. I need to make sure my back is stronger, my back and my shoulders, and my lats, and my lower back is stronger because I feel like I have a muscle imbalance. I feel like things aren't quite jiving. Um, and then you can kind of compensate by making sure that you go to different areas of your body to make sure that you're all around strong. Okay, so a strengthening sequence is a great way to get in shape. Now, the mental training. We always focus on um, physical training and also mental training with martial arts each week. Okay, um, it takes great focus and discipline to start a set. Okay, because you have to get over the hurdle again. Once again, we talk about the same thing with the work task: getting over the hurdle. You say to yourself, like after my podcast, I'll probably end up doing a small set of something right here. Okay, so I'll commit to it and get started. Getting started is the hardest thing when you're good to getting ready to do a task. Get started. Okay, focus, use your focus, use your discipline, start the set. Okay, then focus on completing the set. Okay, now some people have a hard time uh, when they start something, they want to finish it. Okay, so they, they, they don't like having interruptions. They want to finish the set. They want to get the bigger benefit and do the whole thing. I understand that. Okay, Sometimes when you're busy, though, you have to manage your time effectively. So sometimes what I do is I break up the set, okay? Now, sometimes people can't do that because they have a hard time getting over the hurdle to restart again. I don't have a problem with that. So, for example, I'll do like a color belt set of patterns. Sometimes I'll do half a set of speed drills, and then I'll go back and finish the other half of the speed drills later, okay? All I do is I come back to the desk. I do an email or two, I do some advertising, then I go back. And you can use whatever you do in your normal routine. Like I'm going to go get a snack. No, not get a snack because you're in the middle of working out. But you can go do something at home, like throw something in the, in the washer, throw something in the dryer, and then go back to doing your set again. Okay, for kids, you can do the same thing. Okay, you can take a little break, get on your phone, check out a few uh, snaps from your friends, I guess, and then go back to the uh, training. But as long as you finish the set, you need the discipline to finish you can't leave that hanging. You can't just give up, okay? We talked here, I wrote down managing your time. So we already talked about that, managing your time. So you manage your time effectively so you can get your work done and get your workout done too, okay? And I said here, it's okay to stop and start as long as you finish, okay? So I know for a fact, I mean, the other day I was really busy. I did a set of Ildon patterns. That's first degree black belt patterns. I did not finish. So I need to finish them today probably. Okay, so I'll probably go over there and finish them today. So keep that going. Keep that cycle going. That's going to make you into a good martial art, good martial artist. Okay? Okay, so I hope you enjoyed the uh, podcast today. Okay, um, this is the, uh, the third one we've done inside the new studio. I'm very happy to be able to do it here. And I'm um, just very excited uh, for the future. I'm hoping that you guys are enjoying my podcast and uh, keep on uh, listening each week. 
Now today's uh, technique of the week is a relaxing set of patterns. Okay, relaxing set of patterns. If you don't have very many, okay, you can do two sets. Okay, let's say you're only green belt. You can do two sets of patterns, okay, or three, okay, or you can do one set of patterns, a little bit of the strength and exercises, another, another set of the patterns, a little bit of strength and exercises, and do it that way. Mix up your training, have fun, okay, do some jumping jacks and stuff, okay. The secret phrase of the day is Groundhog Day. Couldn't resist. I like that movie, okay. I know it's an old one, but it was a neat concept, and of course, Everybody has redone that, sort of. There's all kinds of movies, especially Christmas movies, that have the Groundhog Day kind of thing where they do the same day over and over again until they figure out what they're doing wrong. Okay? So anyways, um, remember, in order to fully learn any kind of martial art, you have to unlearn your misconceptions about what constitutes training. And also, too, we're here every week learning martial arts through everyday work, thus creating life around you, increased productivity, and a better world. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. This is Karate Kid Master Dojo. This is Master Craig. Take care, everybody. Have a great day. Bye-bye.